What's up, guys? You're tuned in to The Scoreboard with your host, Michael and Ryan Kay. Check them out every Tuesday right here on Anchor, the best part of your day via podcast. What's up, everybody? It is December 12, 2022. You guys are listening to The Scoreboard, brought to you by Anchor, a place where two bros talk about sports, pop culture, and everything else in between. You guys could have been anywhere else in the world, but you're here with us. And for that, we appreciate you. We're your host, the Heartbreak Kid, Michael Hill, and the RK, Ryan K. How you doing, my man? I'm doing all right, man. Doing all right. Um, just uh, keep it busy the last uh, you know week or so. I'm thinking about uh, playing my copy of Persona 5 pretty soon. Um you know, I got I, I, I got grown men business to take care of though first, but like that's that's next on my uh, fun to do list. If I, you, I if thought you, you already started. No, nah, no, nah, I was thinking about doing it the other day, but I wanted to take care of some other stuff in my personal life before I started getting on that. You know what I mean? Because I know how I'm going to be when I start playing it. Like mm-hmm. you ain't gonna get me off the motherfucker. I like yes, it's like I'll, every yeah, I already know what it's like. I already know what it's like. Is it you be wanting? You be trying to set out, set a, set aside times of the day to play. Mm, exactly. Whether it's for like you know what I'm saying, like one or two hours until like you get to like a place in the palace and you get to like a safe room, then you can just save it. Then you can just uh, I, I know the grind. Yeah, absolutely. So I know the grind, especially if I know I ain't got a whole lot of time. I'm about to set aside at least two hours to get some shit done in that game. Yeah, exactly. Like you, you gotta make sure that like you, th- that game. A lot of that game is time management. And a lot mm-hmm. of people don't understand that. That like go into that game because mm-hmm. I mean, you talked to me about it. You started a whole new save file. Like, you're yeah. like, God, I just do stuff so much smarter now. Yeah, and I'm like, Yeah, man. Like that's just yeah. There was so much shit that I didn't know that I could do. Yeah, exactly. Like there's a lot of like little nuance stuff mm-hmm. that like goes into that game. So no, like I said, so that's gonna be a little bit of a commitment when I do fire that up. But outside of that, you know, just chilling. Uh my uh, my homie Adonis got a birthday this week, so I'm gonna try to hang out with him. His birthday's the fourteenth. So 
my brother's birthday is tomorrow. Oh, nice, nice. Uh, oh, Joey's or uh, Joey's. Cho- yeah, okay. Joey's is the twenty seventh. Yeah, right. So, so I got two December birthdays. Yeah, right on, right on. But yeah, so like I said, every year I hang out with my boy Adonis for his birthday at some point. Like, which is crazy. I, wait a minute, he shares a birthday with Conma. Because mm-hmm. Gone Moms is the 14th. No, there you go. But, uh, so that's that's pretty cool. But yeah, man. So I always try to hang out with Adonis on the 14th, usually, or somewhere around it. Mm-hmm. So I... Um, oh, and Michael Jordan's birthday is on the 17th. No, that's February. I'm sorry. That's February. Yeah. My bad. My but bad. Yeah. But yeah, so anyways, like I said, we're... Uh, too much goats going on. Yeah too, yeah, too many cool people getting confused with other cool people. But, uh, but yeah, man. So like I said, I got um, to get up with him. And, you know, that would be cool. So, you know, most, got some plans this week and all. So. Mo- most definitely. Most I got a Christmas party I might go to on Saturday. That's that's actually something we got to talk about all fair. That's that's. <laughs> is it going to be cool or is it going to suck? Something. All right. But then we got to we got to talk all right. about it all fair. All right. Sorry. <laughs> you know, so we got an awesome show for you guys, man. So like we're gonna be answering your questions. Aaron Judge is gonna be a New York Yankee and like to a lot of people's surprise, I just wasn't I, I didn't have this reaction that a lot of people thought I was gonna have to it. And I like Deion Sanders go to Colorado and I have a lot to fucking say about that because I think that's freaking hilarious. Yeah. But you'll find out why later on. But first, you know, so we we're recording the show early today because you know we got some shit going on so we're not going to be talking about monday night football because by the time of this recording it hadn't happened yet so i like you know what i'm saying we do have the other two games which thursday night football we're going to start with unfortunately because that game was a snooze fest until it wasn't all right what you got to say ryan so baker but in case you guys missed the game and I'm pretty sure you did. Yeah, Baker Mayfield made a start after only two days of learning the playbook. <laughs> hey, guys, did you know that Baker Mayfield made a start after only learning two days of the playbook? Hey, guys, were you aware that he started? That, that's that only his second day. Knowing that, hey, were you aware that it's only the second day? The second day? The second day? He's only been there two days? Two days? Two days he's been there, and the total of days was two, and the number of days was two, and the total of days also was two. And two was the total of days. And the hours of that is 48. They would not shut the fuck up about that. It was ridiculous. Of course. Now, I granted, it's a talking point. I fucking get it. That's more an indictment on the fucking Raiders. Yeah, but it just... Uh, correct. But, um, so... The Raiders have lost games to head coaches that have only been there for a few days... And they lost a game to a quarterback that had only been there a few days. Mike McDaniel's sorry. He been sorry. Mike McDaniel. Not Mike McDaniel. Josh McDaniel. Sorry. Josh McDaniel's is sorry. Josh McDaniel's has been sorry. Josh McDaniel's will be sorry for all time. He's a bum. You know what? I like this is a conspiracy theory. I like we'll get back into the game in a second. But look, hear me out on this. Okay. I like if somebody was talking about this, and I like that does make a whole lot of sense. I like there's a conspiracy theory uh saying that Bill Belichick willingly lets uh like Josh McDaniel like his and like his assistants take these jobs so they can destroy organizations just for them to come back so they can have l- less threats to deal with them. I can't I can't imagine that's real. I I can't imagine. I mean, that. hey, I, well uh, d- Bill Belichick's a fucking devil, and I, I can because there's a, there's a reason why this motherfucker always there, there's a reason why this dude always continues to get jobs. I like Josh McDaniel sucks. Yeah, he's terrible. 
Yes. Like to me, he's like the Lane Kiffin of the Lane Kiffin of the NFL. He's always getting these jobs, and you wondering how the fuck does he do it? Yeah. Except Lane Kiffin's a little bit more better at his job. Yeah. As Lane, far as the play Lane, Lane Kiffin reinvented himself and like figured it out and like has a good job and is a good coach. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, I, I feel you on that. Like he he got multiple shots at multiple schools, and it was like, what the fuck? Yeah. You know, he was at Tennessee, and then he traded up to go to the Southern Cal job. Before. He was a bum. Saving got him. He goes to Florida Atlantic. He does really well, and then he gets the like. I give say I give I give Lane Kiffin a lot of credit. Yeah, you know. Um. So, you know, he's. Yeah. But he also had to go through the fire too. Yes, or like he had to. Re- he had to. Like his reputation was kind of tarnished. He had to yeah. rebuild that. Yeah, he he had to humble himself. Yeah. So I respect what Lane Kiffin did, but you know, like these. Here's the thing. Josh McDaniels is a dick. Like, he was... Apparently, when he was in Denver the first time, he... You know, I can't remember who they were... Who was talking about it, but they talked about... He was really solid X's and O's wise. He was really bad people wise. Yeah. Like, he's just kind of a dickhead. He's not a people person. He's just not a people person. And so, again, that just continues to bleed into... And Derek Carr is playing fine. Devontae Adams is playing fine. They're not like there's some talent on this. There's team. some talent on this team. It's just it's not well utilized. And the fucking it's just fucking their defense sucks. Like they have Max Crosby, but like oh, I didn't. I, I, and they had, does Chandler Jones hurt? Mm, Chandler Jones has been bummy for them, but I also think he's hurt. But he's also been bummy. He's he's a little bit washed. Yeah. Um. So I don't know, man. It's very weird. So, anyways, so they were up like sixteen to fucking three, and they choked away this fucking lead. It was the same thing with the fucking the the Buccaneers last week. Mm-hmm. It's the same game script. Like really, really, really fucking stupid. Like I don't know, man. It just the you know I'm surprised this game didn't get flexed. Yeah, it, and the thing it well it's a Thursday game they all suck. Fucking uh, so, and every team has to play one just because they're such dog shit to play on I, short rest. I, like I know uh, we have to play the Jaguars on Thursday night football. Yeah, I am looking forward to that. Not, but so they um. Yeah, shout out Trevor Lawrence, by the way. Damn, dude, he's he's legit, bro. Um, it's almost like he give him a real coach and let him be a quarterback, and he's fine. Yeah, crazy. He actually looks like a first overall pick this year. Mm-hmm. You know, fucking weird, right? Um, you know, since November started, there's one quarterback that's thrown ten touchdowns and no interceptions. It's Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> Coincidentally, isn't that funny? So, wow, crazy. Um, anywho, um. Fucking, <laughs> uh, nah, man. Like, so you know, the Rams are able to play back in it, and then they fucking the Raiders played press man on the last play of the game, and Baker just fucking Baker literally said when the game ended, I could not believe that they were playing press man on that play. I couldn't believe it because they had to have a touchdown and they yeah. got it. You know, it's fucking unreal. Like, so that game was. 
dog shit. And yeah, Baker and then made it exciting and then for coming back, but it was dog shit. That defense sucks because Baker made some throws. Like, you know, shout out to the receivers for, ma- for making the play, but against a good secondary, would have got picked off. Yeah, it's just, I don't know. It's just terrible. I like both teams. I like the, the Raiders are five and eight, the Rams are four and nine. Yeah. <laughs> this, I like, if somebody would have told me, I thought the uh, Los Angeles Rams would have been four or nine by this time this year. I would have thought you were crazy. Hell yeah! I, th- I thought they, I thought it would have been the reverse. They would have been nine and four. Hell yeah! And I thought the Las Vegas Raiders would have been eight and five. Yeah, it's the exact opposite of what I thought they were going to be. It's not good. Yeah, it's not good. Yeah, I'm not a fan. I not a say. fan. I like going to the Sunday night game, which was a little bit better. Mm-hmm. So the Sunday night game was the fucking Chargers and the Dolphins. So the Tua versus Herbert Bowl. Um, there, I don't know. That's what they called it. <laughs> Not really, but no. sort of. You know. Uh, so obviously, because of the way the draft fell, Tua and Herbert are kind of like interconnected, and like they, if they were in the same draft class, they, they, were they that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, they're in the same draft class, and they were like a few. They were like a pick or two apart from each other. Yeah. You know, so that was kind of the big thing with them. And um, so if you guys haven't been keeping up with it, Emmanuel Acho has called Justin Herbert a social media quarterback. That guy is a clown. And swears. And the thing is, I don't even mind Emmanuel Acho. This take is tremendously bad. He was like he calls Justin Herbert a social media quarterback, and he's just like that's the first time I've ever heard that. Yeah, he he basically goes, yeah, he's a social media quarterback in that like you see a great throw he makes, and then you immediately post it to social media, and he gets overhyped because of it. It's a really dumb fucking take. That's garbage. and he swears that Tua is better than fucking Herbert, and he went to the fucking game. And Chargers fans shit on him. Justin Herbert outplayed Tua so fucking bad because yeah. he's a better fucking player. He's a better player, and and, 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 the, and people tend to forget like Justin Herbert's ribs are hurt. Yeah, he's playing hurt. He's been playing hurt. All that team has been hurt all season. Yeah, it's crazy. The Chargers are like even above five hundred. When you think of like they're missing like six or seven starters on their defense. Bosa, JC Jackson, Khalil Mack. Yeah, they're Roshan like, Slater. They're dead. Like they're dead. Like they have no like, dude, the only reason they're even to be Justin Herbert plays well under pressure and like steps into pressure really mm-hmm. well. That's the only reason they have an offense. He's under pressure every throw, basically. Yeah. Like it's unreal how good he is. So yeah, he deserves every bit of the victory. Well, Emmanuel Acho. Yeah. I like he deserves every bit of the victory because, like, that was just kind of baseless. Yeah, it's just a baseless. It's slander. It's just fucking slander. It feels like it's just fucking slanderous. And it's just foolish. So, you know, fucking Justin. I said, he said, like, don't, like, I do, like, I do agree with, uh, Dang, Joy Taylor. I was crazy because I love me some Joy Taylor. I do uh, like agree with Joy Taylor just for the mere facts and Justin Herbert kind of has to get it done like in the postseason. If we're going to put him with the Mahomes, the Lamar Jacksons, the Josh Allen's, he has to get it. The problem is that his teams have been so bereft and stupid that they can't even get there. Yeah. 
That's a big problem. Like I understand that, that they did. Saying, but they, they did underachieve last year, though. Yeah, they underachieved, but they also their defense was dog shit. Yeah, and then they remade it, and then they're hurt the fuck this year. It's one of the craziest things I've ever seen. They go get J.C. Jackson, fuck, fucks his leg up. They go get Khalil Mackey's out. Joey Bosa's always been an injury prone piece of shit. Like they, like I said, they were missing six starters. I don't think Derwin James played last yeah, I night. Th- I don't think Derwin he James. might have, but he might. Not have I don't fucking know. They are just they are just destroyed, like on defense. So if they don't make the postseason again, it's not an indictment of him. But like you know, he's a freak. Like he's just so good. Um, teams have started to figure out to uh, they pre they they press more and they take away a lot of the crossing stuff across the middle. Not the slant routes, the slant routes. Yeah, they take away any of those or like the crossing patterns. Like any any way they can like you know make because I know Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill are great yak guys, especially yeah. Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill's probably the best yak guy in the league. Yeah. You know they can take a like something that's five or ten yards and make it in thirty or forty. Yeah, absolutely. They're both they're both tremendous tremendous talents. Um, so and, and the mere fact like two was still and I was say this forever people want to think i'm a hater i like that arm ain't it i like dude i like and it's not just me I, i've been looking at some of the stuff i've I seen on espn there's one throw that he made that was underthrown i feel like he would have had a little bit more umph on it it would have been in front of tyreek hill and tyreek hill would have been able to get it probably still would have got tackled but it would have been for a big game that one almost could have been intercepted right and that's like you see that a lot with him like and it's not that he he's accurate like i'll give it to him it's just that his arm's not like amazing yeah like he's and that's okay. Like it's not okay. It, it it is okay. Like it's okay, but like you know, he doesn't have the arm to utilize the talents and the speed of like you know Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill, especially on the outside. They like to take care of those outside matchups, and that was the difference between him and Mahomes. Right, Mahomes can take care. Oh, like can can take advantage of that because he has the arm to do so. Right. Exactly. So again, this yeah, game, even with safety help, even when if, even when you had safety help, right? I right. like you know what I'm saying. And whenever you do have the safety help and you press them, like if you ain't got the arm to get there, it just makes it that much harder for your guy to get it. Right. Exactly. So again, it just. But I like this is a good this is a good chance for uh, like you know Mike McDaniel's who I am a fan of. Oh, I love Mike McDaniel's. He's I, awesome. I, I am a fan of Mike McDaniel's. I like you know what I'm saying, and I don't hate the, like the Dolphins as much as people think. I like it's the Bills and the Patriots. Fuck them forever. I like the Dolphins are still in my division, but I don't have the same victory all for y'all. It's for sentimental reasons, but I'm not going to get into that. But uh, I like, but yeah, but I'm a huge fan of Mike McDaniel's. This is going to be a big challenge for him to see how see how he adjusts the game plan because it's just a it was only a matter of time the nfl always figures you out correct and like you know and then like in the next step is how you how you adjust to like, the adjustments to the adjustments mm-hmm. all right you know what i'm saying because once you get to like a certain a certain level like if you've been doing this for a long time teams know how to teams know how to defend you it's just a mere fact of execution all right people know how to defend tom brady and there's a blueprint on how to beat tom brady it's just a mere fact of execution and, yeah, and it's a hard it's a hard game plan to it's, a, it's a hard play game interior plan. interior pressure is how you beat yeah the, like getting pressure with your tackles mm-hmm. like your nose tackles or like your three technique guys mm-hmm. and like his offensive line is usually so good yeah, because he always takes less money to fucking ensure that he has a good O line. He's been smart about that his whole career. Yeah, 
to make sure that they can go sign so and so and so and so. Yeah. So like, like, like that. It seems easy enough, but it's all about execution. So, well, like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see how he goes about doing that. Right. Um, so the other game uh, hasn't happened yet. We have the Cardinals and the Patriots, and that's gonna be a fucking stinker. Um, both of these teams <laughs> suck. Fuck them. Um, the Kyler Murray's fucking playing fucking Warzone two. <laughs> he was probably he's probably playing playing Warzone as we speak in the yeah. locker room. Yeah, he's just like he's a fucking loser, dude. We we Cliff see Cleansbury sucks dick. <laughs> Dude, uh, Duke does peds. <laughs> Fuck it, bro. We'll we'll watch him, Kyler Murray. Uh, walk uh, walk into the tunnel. I like with. I don't know what type of outfit he was wearing. I don't know what type of outfits these guys are wearing nowadays. But it looked like he just had like a GG. Like he was talking to somebody about the GG he just had on Warzone. Yeah, dude, he's he's ridiculous, man. <laughs> fuck it. JJ Watts washed. Like fucking dude, no, dude. Fucking the Patriots offense is embarrassing. Their quick game is dog shit. They have no receivers. Fucking they have an okay bevy of running backs, but like what the fuck? Like the only team that managed to make Mac Jones look competent this year is the Vikings because they're dog shit on defense and the, and the Jets. Yeah, but that's just because that's just because the Jets have a mental block regarding that fucking team that they got to. Once you guys start beating them, you'll start beating them. That's just how that's going to be. But uh, it's hard to get over that mental hump of we haven't beat them in like blah 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 games like 16 games or whatever the fuck it's been. So once y'all get over that block, it's fine. But yeah, Mac Jones isn't even the fucking problem. It's just the players on that offense fucking suck. So like, you know, and I'm not even a big Mac. I don't really, I think Mac Jones is mid, but fucking he ain't even really the problem. The team's worse than mid. They suck. I, they I, have a good defense. I'll give it to them. But. I, I was sitting there, I was telling the arcade earlier because we saw Matt Jones, like, you know, coming through and they were showing the stats. I was like, damn, like, Matt Jones is the only person I could sit here and say that he's completing 68% of his passes, which is second in the NFL, by the way. And I still look at him and be like, yo, that guy sucks. Yeah, absolutely. And people actually can fucking agree. Yeah. I like that's the only person you could ever say that about. Yeah. I, I, any other guy, you just like, dude, you're off your fucking rock. You, right. You're like, what's wrong with you? Right. But with Mac Jones, people still don't still don't fucking believe. Yeah. But I th- I blame that on Bill Belichick. Yeah. I, I blame that on Bill Belichick. Why why can't you get this guy any playmakers? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like you, uh, especially. Uh, he needs to go in a free agency because it's obvious he can't. He can't draft a fucking receiver to save his life. Yeah, yeah, he's very bad at that. I like. I can't name one good wide receiver that that he drafted that was like, you know what? That was a bill pick. No, he's never been outside of maybe Julian Edelman. That, but but, but it took Julian Julian Edelman was a quarterback in college. He was a UDFA, I think. Yeah. He was a UDFA. That's not even the same thing. Yeah. And then fucking, I mean, yeah, like he got Gronk really right, but like that's a fucking tight end. And Aaron Hernandez, but you know, lol, fucking, uh, yeah, sure. Uh, so with that, like, but before before the dark shit, Aaron Hernandez was kind of that guy. Yeah. I, I ain't even going shit on a man like that. But yeah, before, he was a pretty good player. Yeah, before but, everything else, I like Aaron Hernandez was that dude. Like I said, man, he's never done well with that. Like, fucking, what are we talking about? Like, Dion Branch, maybe, is the best guy he's ever had. You know, that he didn't get in free agency besides Julian Edelman. 
because Wes Welker was a free agent from the Dolphins. Yeah, Wes Welker was a Obviously, free agent. fucking Randy Moss signed from the Raiders. I, I, I want to say maybe even Troy Brown, but I think that's a Belich- uh, that was a Bill Parcells guy. Yeah, like that's what I'm saying. Like that, uh, hell, and Deion Branch might have been a part, like might have been a Parcells guy. I don't fucking remember. No, I think Deion Branch was a Belichick guy. That's something I don't remember. But like I said, again, it's not like I'm a fucking Patriot historian. But yeah. but yeah, dude, like he's never gotten that position right. Ever. Mm. So, I don't know. They got hell, like, you know, hell, even the tight ends, like, since Gronk, I like, he hasn't been able to, like, to replace Gronk. That's a fucking freak. Yeah, for sure. I like, you know, but since we not, since we don't, we can't sit here and talk about the game because it hasn't happened yet. I like, you have any predictions? Because you know I don't care because the Patriots, so obviously I want them. I think the Patriots will fucking win just because I don't trust the Cardinals. That's just me, though. Too much fucking war zone for Kyler Murray. That's right. That's what's going to do him, man. Yep. All right. Coming up next, we got our quote of the week, and we're going to be talking about Deion Sanders leaving Jackson State to go to Colorado. He's in the Pac-12, bringing that swagger. Shadora Sanders as well. It's prime time. You guys keep a lot on the scoreboard on Anchor. Hi, I'm Clay Matthews, NFL megastar. And when I'm not busy destroying offenses, I'm fixing actual fences that's right i'm also the most trusted handyman in the greater green bay metro area with a little elbow grease and some clay matthews fatheads we can tackle all of your home repair problems got a hole in your wall hey probably just plaster it up right no you're wrong throw up a real big fathead and move on with your life maybe you got a small hole anything could be living in there seal it up forever with a fathead junior Tired of that unsightly old countertop? No, I... Act- That's an easy fix. Just hold up a fathead big head at all times and never move from that position again. It's not that bad. Yes, it is. Leaky faucet, fathead mural. Problem solved. No! Wait. Now you gotta be asking yourself, Clay, do you have any formal carpentry training? No, I do not. But I'm Clay Matthews, and I'm gonna need you to trust me. Want to install that new home gym and get super ripped? Toss a custom fathead in there and set more realistic goals for yourself. House not insulated properly? Put up a fathead mural of a warm and desirable location. Now it's summertime. In your mind. Cable's out. Replace it with a fathead junior. Now you've got over 600 channels of Clay Matthews. Plus we're gonna throw an on-demand. Tiny Clay Matthews, anytime you wanna look at him. Got a stubborn carpet stain? Here's an old trick. Grab some club soda, a sea sponge, a fathead standout, and uh, I'm sorry, I forgot where I was going with that, but look at that standout. So lifelike. Need new locks on your doors? You shouldn't. Locks are for people who don't have a custom fathead handy. They deter burglars, cat burglars, burglar cats. The list goes on. Remember, there's no I in home maintenance. And if there is, we can remove it for you. Go to fathead.com today and put together a championship defense for your home. Find thousands of fathead products. Prices starting at $7.99 at fathead.com. Fathead for real. Hey, Tyrone, what you doing in Philly? I thought you was in Cali. Man, I was, but then they said we was having an earthquake, so I had to relocate. But come to find out, the only thing was cracking and shaking was your wife ass cheeks when I was fucking along with that stuff. Like 
What's up, guys? This is the Scoreboard Quote of the Week, brought to you by nobody, because we're broke. This was supposed to be a segment dedicated to people that say amazing things. But as everybody knows, we'll focus on gems like this. I would, but uh, I know where that hand's been. And this. Booties. They make sure you ain't booty. Holy crap, I don't know who the hell we think we are. You couldn't stay off the weed. Playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. So with that being said, here are my two favorite guys, HBK and the Arcade. Welcome back, everybody. It's that time for our quarter of the week. I'm gonna go first because I think I oh, think I'm a banger. yeah, the, I'm pretty sure this is a banger, but mine. I think it has something. I think it's relevant to the topic that we're. Mine's about. actually relevant to the topic too, so that's yeah. semi-relevant at least. My mind's semi-relevant too. I like mine comes from this guy named Devin Womack from Facebook. Mm-hmm. He said, "Some people dislike you because you had less and still did more." Let that sink in. That's true. That is true. That is very true. Um, so <laughs> my uh, my quote of the week goes is this guy named Ben Muth. Um, on Twitter, he's at fo underscore word of muff, which is his last name. Yeah, fucking. Um, I don't know anything about the guy outside of this tweet. He might be a huge piece of shit. I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, like, but this tweet was fucking hilarious. So he goes, "Congrats to Caleb Williams, ninth USC guy to win the Heisman. Incredible. And eight out of nine have never killed anybody." But two murders for every nine trophies is still the highest percentage of murders per Heisman in the Pac-12. I don't get it. OJ went to USC. Uh, so it's a fucking OJ Simpson joke. Uh, so that was just a fucking long-winded OJ Simpson uh, joke. It's fucking hilarious. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. So fucking funny. But, uh... <laughs> But yeah, I mean, obviously Southern Cal's had a bevy of fucking uh, Heisman winners, but yeah, that's some funny shit, bro. Uh, But yeah, so obviously, because that ties in, because Deion Sanders has joined the Pac-12 at Colorado. Yes. And like, my thing is that that's, there's so so many layers that I like to this. There's a lot going on. There's a lot going on, and like, you know, and people were asking me how i felt about it and i was like you know what fuck jackson state fuck jackson state all right because i did i did some digging because you know the heartbreak kid always doing some digging you know what i'm saying especially on the host (laughs) no that's you nah nah, (laughs) that's you that that's you that's you bro i like when i say dick is a gift i'm talking about the arcade that's right that's right that is right all right but i was doing some digging and people are mad about Deion Sanders leaving. I was like, you know what? I like, did you? I don't know if you guys know this, but did you know that? Like, you know, what I'm saying, I think I want to say like his first week there, so like there somebody broke into his office and stole his shit. Really? Yeah, that's I'm crazy. Like, then the name any other college coach that that shit's happened to. That's crazy, man. I was like, you know, what I'm saying, like his son, like from what I heard, his sons, like you know, had shit stolen from them. That doesn't surprise me. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Lame though. I like he was supposed to get a bonus. I like whenever he won the, uh, the the swag, that didn't happen. You know, my man was funding the school out of his own money. You know, so basically he was basically doing that shit for free. 
I would fucking leave too. I also like yeah, like him not getting his bonus money. Then with the ticket sales, he was saying we're supposed to get this amount of money, and they and we sold this amount of tickets. The math ain't math, and so obviously somebody is laundering money at the fucking organization. I mean, at, at the school, yeah, well, like or skimming off the top or something. Yeah, yeah. I like you know none of the alumni like you know what I'm saying donate because Jackson State probably fucking sucks. Why would they? I like Jackson State is like one of those th- type of schools, like you know HBCU and all that other stuff. I like, I get it. Like, I'm a black guy. I'm supposed to be supportive, man. Fuck HBCUs. I like just because like I'm black doesn't mean like you know I have to support HB. I like especially when they're doing shit like this. I like you know saying Deion Sanders single handedly. Like, you know saying? Turn this program around. Nobody gave a fuck about HBCUs like until Deion Sanders decided to become a coach to one. And it's my gut. And the thing is, the people that are upset, dude, like, the dude showed a blueprint of what this program can be if y'all actually handled y'all business. So, obviously, like, I'm a white person speaking about this, so, like, my opinion's very irrelevant in regards to most of this topic um what i have to say don't matter a whole lot um the only things i have to say about hbcus is they are good avenues for people like uh shannon sharp to go get an education yeah who didn't really have the grades um and he said that was that that wasn't even his first choice yeah to take to yeah so my thing is hbcus were a great thing and i'm glad that they are still available and it's an option for a lot of kids in a lot of different walks of life and a lot of different situations and i think it's great that they exist Mm -hmm. um i think that the only thing you can really be critical of dion for at all and this is a valid criticism is the language of which he sold him coming to the hbcu so the thing is he basically was like yo i god sent me to change jackson state and god sent me to change hbcus and there's only one prime time and he sent me to do this should have chose his words a little bit better. yeah that that so and the thing is at the end of the day all college coaches one of the biggest things that people do not understand about college coaches is college coaches are selling four to ten year plans when there's year to year their plan is always a year to year plan a lot of people do not understand that about college coaches Mm -hmm. the other thing people do not understand is that the money from an HBCU versus the other FCS schools, say like even like a Coastal Carolina mm. or a Furman or like, you know, or North Dakota State, yeah. hypothetically, or like whatever school on that tier you want to think about. Mm-hmm. The money between an HBCU and an FSU school is astronomical. Yes. So the money between an HBCU and a actual D1 school Mm -hmm. is beyond astronomical. I do not blame Deion Sanders for going, hmm, my paycheck is now going to be like 15 times larger. Yeah. And the other thing is... And and I don't have to... And I I don't have to, like, you know what I'm saying? That, and I feel like the business side of it is going to be handled better. better, And and he doesn't have to pour in his own resources into getting new facilities. No, he's not going to have to do that. So the other thing, too, is 
you know, like I said, I, I think anyone would have taken that Colorado job. But the other thing is, like, Dion was in a situation where Dion wanted... But Mike Jones had had a great segment about this on CNN, and yeah, his, I saw that. His his whole point um, about he made he made a point about. I think that the reason he went to Jackson State was because he, he be didn't want to be an assistant first. Yeah, he didn't want to be somebody's assistant. He had to find a school that was willing to give him a head coaching job immediately. Yeah. So that's what happened. So he goes to an HBCU. He gets what he wants out of it. Mm-hmm. Gets a major D one offer, mm-hmm. and he, of course, takes it. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't he? Why wouldn't he? So you know, there you go. So here we are, and this is the situation we have. So, like I'm, I said, you're not going to hear me say anything critical of Jackson State because I don't know enough about that situation. I like, I like, and nobody wants to hear a fucking white person's opinion on an HBCU. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's just I know what lane I am sitting in. Yeah. I know what the color of my skin is. Nobody gives a good goddamn what my opinion is. So, but my thing is like you know, you're allowed to speak on that all you I want. So, like it's the business side of it, man. Like if they if they if they handle their business and like you know just like a whole lot of other shit. That was, hell, even uh, Prime Time said it like in interviews, like just, like the business, like the business side of it. You know what I'm saying? This is the business side, like you know what I'm saying of sports, and they didn't handle their business correctly. You know what I'm saying? And the mere fact. Like people try it like he didn't do nothing. I like dude, he brought two SWAC championships there. You know what I'm saying? Like he got dude, like people like and he and like he used all of his uh all of his connections. I like I pair he knew he was really cool with somebody that worked at American Airlines, so like you know what I'm saying, they could travel decently whenever they went on road games. Like like the cool Jackson State uh, like you know, suits they wore in the road games. He like, paid for all those. No, he got like he hit up Michael Strahan, and Michael Strahan did him a solid. Oh, really? Yeah, I like he was really cool um, with the guy from Under Armour, and like he like dude, they had different different uniforms. That like, nobody had more uniform combinations outside of Oregon than them. Yeah. So he used all of his all of his lanes and all of his leverage to get that uh, get that for these kids. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And whoever is smart, I like they can build upon that. I like, you know, they made he made that a somewhat attractive job. Now it's not an attractive job because once he left, people are criticizing him and they want him to stay forever. That was never going to be a thing. Like I like I said, if you thought he was going to stay forever, you were sadly mistaken. Like I said, the only the only claim, the only thing that I'm critical of him for is some of the claims he made when he took the job. God sent me to fix HBCUs and and Jackson State. Motherfucker, <laughs> like, you know what I mean. You but, can't like. But my thing is like you know, uh, us be us being objective, us being objective. You know what I'm saying? How many other people, like coaches, have we seen do some shit like of that? Of course, of course. But that's the thing. It's all about the language of it. That yeah. the thing is, you'll see a coach take a smaller job. You know that they're trading up. You know what I mean? Like. Fucking as as shitty like Lane Kiffin. Pro, I can't imagine Lane Kiffin said anything that bombastic when he no. took the Ford Atlantic job. I I don't have any of the quotes in front of me. I am not going to bother to go look them up. But I cannot imagine he said anything as bold as God sent me to fix Florida yeah. Atlantic and FC FCS schools. Hey. You know I can't imagine he said that. Yeah. You know what I mean. So Dion said what Dion said. 
And now there's a little bit of pushback on that because and that's correct. You know what I mean? Like that's the correct attitude to have is like, hey man, well, like maybe you shouldn't have said some of the things you said. Mm -hmm. That's a little fucked up. Now people feel like you left them high and dry because of the way that you sold yourself. Yeah, but at the same time, like at the same time, you should be trading up. Like I'm not mad at it. But what was he supposed to say? Like, hey, I'm gonna be here for like maybe like three years and I'm out. Yeah, yeah, he can't say that. He can't say that either. Like he's just gotta be like, hey man, like we're gonna try to get this program moving in the right direction. Like I'm Deion Sanders and I'm that motherfucker. You yeah. know, like we gonna get this turn. We I gonna saw get like, this thing going. I saw like I understand like you know what I'm saying people like saying like the verbiage and the words. But at that point, I just think people are just nitpicking because we have it's just at that point just kind of nitpicking. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, like, hey, good for him. Congratulations on the job. Yeah, congratulations like, on the job. I like you know what I'm saying. Like I'm not, uh, I'm, not I'm not killing him for it. I'm really not. Just like good for him. I like it. It, it was supposed to because my thing is like you crazy to think like you know. I like because usually when people say stuff like that, I like usually they, they want to be like the catalyst, but it, it takes more than one. Right. I like, you know what I'm saying? How many other prominent people you know trying to like, you know, like, you know, go to an HBCU because they know there's no money in it? Mm-hmm. I like, there's no, there's no money in it. Now, now if there were some other prominent people, black people, or just prominent coaches in general that was doing that, maybe it would have helped them be to uh, help them move forward. But the thing, I look, but to expect them to be the only one to make change in that was kind of ludicrous. Yeah, like I said, I like at at some point you just gotta look at yourself and be like, yo, I did all I could do. Yeah, don't don't sell yourself as the savior of of mm-hmm. an idea yeah. of HBCUs because quite literally you are not man enough to fix an entire entity entity like the HBCUs. You you can't do that. Like like you said, it would have to be like a slew of dudes yeah. coming together, like high profile guys, and it would have to be a bunch of them. And I think the way he was trying to do it is like, you know what I'm saying, I'm a high profile guy and I'm making a like and I'm leading the charge to do this and nobody else followed. Yeah, of course. I like, you know what I'm saying? There's only so much he can do with what he was afforded to him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I agree with, I agree with everything people like what Bumani's uh, said, you know what I'm saying? Maybe he shouldn't use that verbiage, but it's Deion Sanders. Or like you you expect them not to go over over top. Everything Primetime did was over the top. Right. Like, yeah. like that's just who he is. That's just who he is. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, uh coming up next, <laughs> like we got our thug life moment of the week and Aaron Judge remains a Yankee. We're going to get our thoughts on that. You guys keep locked on the scoreboard on Anchor. Presents 
Real Men of Genius. Real Men of Genius. Today we salute you, Mr. Really, Really, Really Bad Dancer. Mr. Really, Really, Really Bad Dancer. Arms swinging, knees bending, head bobbing to no particular rhythm. You're either dancing or you have fleas. Call me the doctor. As soon as you hit the dance floor, the taunts begin. Is that all you got, Clea? Unfortunately, yes, that's all you got. Hold on now. Who's in the house? Some guy who can't dance. That's who's in the house. So crack open a nice cold Bud Light, Mr. Happy Feet, because you really put the oogie in boogie. Mr. You are listening to Podomatic Radio. You're listening to The Scoreboard with your host, Michael Hill and Ryan Kay. Catch them here every Tuesday on Podomatic Radio. Something that has to warm up before you use it, sir. How about your wife? This is the Scoreboard Thug Life Moment of the Week. Brought to you by nobody. Because we're on a budget. This is the place where douchebag behavior isn't only welcome, but it's celebrated. Now, here's your host, HBK and the Arcade. What's up, everybody? We are back. It's our Thug Life Moment of the Week. And if you out here doing Thug Life shit, we want to hear from you. You can hit me up on on Twitter at HBK underscore Illmatic. You can hit us up on the Facebook page at www.facebook.com slash scoreboard808. Or you can hit us via email at scoreboard underscore radio at yahoo.com. So my Thug Life Moment of the Week goes to my man Bobby, who just graduated college over the weekend. So congratulations, bro. Oh, apparently you congratulate with honors and he was one of them dudes that like if you like if, if you saw him you would have thought there's no fucking way there's no way but he ended up doing it and I'm, I'm proud of him so his his quote was if you don't have roaches in your ash but yeah if you don't have roaches in your ashtray to smoke but you have roaches everywhere else in your house don't invite nobody over especially me i'm gonna act like i i'm i'm not gonna act like i did just didn't see it crawl over that picture frame or like or over your tv screen i'm gonna tell you look at that roach right there kill it well i wasn't you said i wasn't brought up brought up with those cons dude it, it's funny man because like once you get them in your house like because we had them for a little bit like we had to like fumigate the fuck out of our house we don't have them anymore yeah but like we had them in our apartment because like we live in like a really heavily wooded area yeah and they just get in sometimes like that like when you live like in the woods yeah that shit is booty flakes Mm -hmm. like i said like we don't live super disgusting Mm -hmm. like our shit's not maybe the most cleanly but like it's not like I'm not gonna act like it's like a fucking hovel either, yeah. you know? Like, we just chilling, you know? So, I don't know. They get in, but, like, you know, they're pretty easy to get rid of. Like, if you ever have problems with that, you just fucking set off a fucking bunch of, like, the air bombs that you yeah. get at the fucking grocery store and yeah. they, they die. That's all you gotta do. Mm-hmm. You do that once or twice, you don't have a roach problem anymore. Mm-hmm. But that's funny as shit. <laughs> um, so, my Thug Life Moment of the Week goes to. Uh, 
this guy named Trapper Bob MD Trapper. <laughs> on Twitter. Fuck it. So this woman named Taylor Kilgore works for the local Fox Sports uh, network in in Colorado. Mm-hmm. And she posted a clip of Deion Sanders getting the crowd hyped up at Jackson State. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, during like while the band was playing, he was sitting there like, you know, vibing and dancing, mm-hmm. getting the uh Getting the crowd hyped up, and she tweet she tweeted out, "Ready for this energy in Boulder," and Trapper Bob MD responded, "Why? So you can call the police, <laughs> bro? Shit, too dang shit, man." <laughs> I was like, "Motherfucker, that's not funny, but <laughs> yes." <laughs> Tremendously funny. <laughs> she looks like a bitch that would call the cops. That's all I'm saying. Like, bruh, she looks like that woman that, like, the neighbors are being noisy during the barbecue. Like, that's just, <laughs> she has, like, bit that kind of energy. Hell yeah. So, yeah, it just, it's ridiculous. That shit had me howling. Woo! Shit. Why? Wow, so you can call the cops? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh my goodness! So, oh man, I like huge news, man. I said Aaron, Aaron Judge. Aaron Judge finally gets the bag mm-hmm. that he so that he so rightfully deserves, and he's staying in New York Yankee, contrary to popular belief. Because a lot of people thought myself that he was going to go to San Francisco. The Dodgers were an option. The Red Sox were a thing. Hell, even the Padres paid more. We're going to pay him more money, you know what I'm saying, for him to go to San Diego. But he decided to stay here because I think the Padres were going to give him 400 million, like over 12 years, I think. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So. I'm not the baseball aficionado, Ryan. I want to hear your thoughts before I get, like have my thoughts because we talked about it over the phone and like you know, I guess my reaction to it was a little bit of surprise to you. It was a little bit. I just was like, man, you're bitter. I was just like, golly, it, like it just it it just felt like it was like a dude. Like goddamn, like you've won a lot. Like the Yankees are a successful franchise. No, but, just enjoy this. And well, you're I, just like. Can't even enjoy it. I was like, damn, man. Here's here's my thing. I like because we we talked about this all like on air. We talked about this on air. I like depending depending on because I'll do. It was a shock to me because I I was on the of the mindset that he was gone. Mm-hmm. I was of the mindset that he was gone. I like, you know what I'm saying? I like and I like I like I like Aaron Judge. I really do. But from what I was saying is I like I'm glad I'm I'm glad that he's back, but I'm looking at it as a whole. I like how does this help us beat the fucking Astros? Because with them we couldn't beat the fucking Astros. And that's well, it's just me having that tunnel vision. You know what I'm saying? I'm not worried about us against anybody else. It's them fucking Astros and they done got better. These motherfuckers ain't going away. No. I like we're gonna have to go right through them and i'm just wondering like you know what else are we going to do right I like this is a step in the right direction i'm glad that he's here but in the grand scheme of things yeah, that was my thing i was like you're worse without him by a lot so that was my whole thing yeah but my like, thing is we, yeah but my thing is we couldn't beat them with him right so but you definitely are worse without him how do you expect to beat him without him you can at least build around him yeah, but I, said, but I also said the money that we spent on them, we could have done a whole lot of other things. True, true. You know what I'm saying? So like, I, I get both sides. Go get both sides of it. My thing is, it was just one. It was a 
it's a piece of the puzzle. Now I'm just trying to figure out how are we going to beat the Astros? How are we going to go to the World Series? And granted, like, uh, like I I'm a little bit spoiled, but even then, even for somebody like me who, who the Yankees are above reproach, I like it, it has to be caught any any fan base, not just mine. Yeah. They get to the ace ALCS five straight years and you can't get to the big dance one of those. I don't even care if we lose. Because like, you know, you know my superstition, we get to the World Series, I ain't watching. Cause Ella, anytime I've ever watched them in the World Series, we lost. Yeah. Anytime they, like we've ever been in the World Series, like, you know, outside of like you no know, Sunday one against y'all, because I was actually at that I was actually at that World Series. I was still living when in New York when that happened. Like we lost. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? So Fucking so here's my, here's my take on it. So John Heyman tweeted out a thing where he thought that he was signing with the Giants. Here's what I think happened. Genuinely, with that is that like a Giants beat writer? John Heyman's just an MLB guy. Okay. He's like he's like Jeff Passan. He's like one of those guys, All right? right? Uh, Ken Rosenthal. Like he's one of those dudes, basically. And he's like of a similar tier to those guys, right? Mm-hmm. So. The funny thing about that is when that happened and that deal, you know, he announced that. I literally thought that, you know, okay, cool. And then he was like, oh, sorry, it was premature. Then he signs with the Yankees. This is a little bit of conspiracy theory shit. Mm -hmm. I think someone in his camp leaked to Heyman. That he was signing with the Giants so he could drive up the asking price with the Yankees. I really believe that. Now, that being said, that, that that's not far fetched. Yeah, it's yeah. I don't yeah. I don't think it's far fetched at all. It's a little conspiracy theory, a little tinfoil hat, but that's my thought process. So, because well, why else would John Heyman embarrass himself like yeah. that? But also, like I've also heard reports, well, like you know, with the Yankees, because like we were the first one to give them an offer, and our offer stood staunch. Oh, like you know, like this is what we can afford to give you, take it or leave it. I like you know, saying and, like we might be able to work a little, like you know, negotiate a little bit. But like if you want something like astronomical, like the Giants and what the Padres are going to give you, we can't do that. This isn't the the era of George Steinbrenner right. anymore. So like we were pretty, we were pretty step pack on what like what we were gonna what we were. Gonna and at first we didn't think he was coming back it wasn't until later on like you know my thing is the mere fact that the giants let that man leave and he, and he didn't you didn't make him sign a contract i like i knew like something had to have happened in that meeting room because like you know a franchise like that like you know not to say they're that they're not afraid to spend money yeah they're they, not afraid to spend money they i never have been never have been whenever somebody of that caliber i like i was shocked because we were talking about it like you was like there's no way san francisco lets him leave without signing the contract yeah when he was there visiting yeah like there's no way i was like there's no fucking way and then they did yeah they did and i was like wow wow I was shocked. I was fucking shocked they let him leave. I like, and they were sitting there. I like, I know their reports were saying he probably wanted to do his due diligence and go vi visit other teams and all that shit. But I was like, I, but it, and I was like, I get that, but I didn't hear no no report saying the Giants were ever the front runners. Yeah, right, right. I mean, that people thought that because he grew up a Giants fan and he was in the area, that 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 was kind of the case. I don't know, fucking. Regardless, moving forward for y'all, you know, you have three $300 million players mm -hmm. on your payroll. 
in you have Stanton, you have um, you have him now, and you obviously have uh, Garrett Cole. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot of money tied up in three fucking players. Oh, I mean, I mean, but so does the Padres with Tom. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah the they they have it. They, yeah, and fucking Xander Bogarts. Yeah, they have a lot of money tied up in the players too. So you know, well, they trying to go all in, ain't they? Yeah, they, yeah, absolutely, they are. Um, so like I said, man, it's funny to see that, and uh, you know know that like this is the first team with this kind of contract but they do still have some work to do but the thing is getting Judge to re-sign is a huge first step in trying to reclaim the AL for yourselves Mm -hmm. because I mean Aaron Judge plays an elite center field defensively and he hit a bajillion home runs so yeah he's pretty good strikes out a lot but Fucking who cares? He walks a lot too. He walk. He hits bombs. He hit for three ten. He also has protection in the lineup, so it don't really it kind of doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah, for sure. Like I said, he's he's fine. You know, I um I think that moving forward, um, I think that moving forward, you know, the Yankees can build around him. Stanton Stanton's a little frustrating because Stanton's so fucking injury prone and he's so damn streaky. Mm-hmm. When he goes in the toilet, he's in the toilet. Yeah. Like that's just who he is. Um, you know. I think that you guys have started trying to improve your rotation some. Uh, I think you guys are trying to like look towards that more moving forward, which you should, because your bullpen's pretty good. Um, you know, obviously there's some places you could upgrade at, mm-hmm. um, you know, but you have some nice young players. Um, shortstop seems to be a place of concern. Yeah. Um, fucking, you know, like I said, I, I, I think that your team's okay though. And I think that having judge to build around is a great thing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like you know, it, it might like, not get you past the fucking Astros, but at the same time, the Astros are going to have a stranglehold on the AL regardless. You have, because you signed Judge, you have a window to build around him to overtake them. Because the thing is, not all these guys are going to be on fucking... They have Pena. Mm-hmm. He's going to need a bag. You got Kyle Tucker. He needs a bag. Mm-hmm. Framber Valdez needs a bag. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, they have... Um, Christian Vasquez yeah. needs a bag. Jordan Alvarez needs a bag. Yeah. Like, they have a lot of dudes that are young and great that require money. Yeah. That will be leaving. Oh. Much the way that George Springer and Carlos Correa left. They have all these guys now that they've called up and they're successful. But eventually, now you can't pay everyone. Yeah. Like every team, every team finds this out the hard way. Mm-hmm. You can't pay everyone. Fucking, you know, eventually, like some people leave. But while that process is happening, you have your best player locked up for the next decade to figure it the fuck out. Mm-hmm. So that's what you can take heart in as a Yankees fan. I like that too. But like I said, like, the, like the, those guys ain't going nowhere. And like my thing is like well, you know come soon, but they wouldn't be anyways. Except, but my thing is like we went to five straight ALCSs. That can't continue. Oh, like that, that's you like, break through, dude. It's here's the thing: you you need to get to the fucking game. You have to get to that game. Yeah, 
that's one of the biggest. Getting to an, a CS is a big deal. Because I think about how many years we couldn't manage that. We got bounced in the first fucking round. Every fucking year. Every year. But you guys were also on the rise, too. Well, no, I'm talking about, like, fucking even back in the day. Uh, like, after we lost to y'all in the World Series, we didn't go back, brother. Like, we... we I don't even think we made the CS ever until... Recently. Until recently... Where we got to the CS, lost to the Dodgers in the Mickey Mouse year, mm. and then we won it the following year. Yeah. Like, that's that's what I think, personally. Like, you I, have I, to get there. So, you can't take the fact that you guys get to that game for granted. I, I understand that's what I'm saying. I understand it's frustrating to, like, not win it, but you can't go, hey... We're we're getting there and we're not getting it done. Like, uh, and that's you enough. have to get there first. I, I understand that, but my thing is, we've been there five times. I like my thing is, we're not we. Who's to say we're going to do that? That it's more of like you know, saying a sense of urgency. Right. There should be a sense. There's of urgency. a sense of urgency. I I like the mere fact we have five. Like I said, I am proud that we got to the ALCS. My thing is, we've been there five times and we haven't. Like, where's the sense of urgency? My thing, because my thing is, I'm looking at is like these opportunities. Like, there's a window. Yeah, there is a window. There's a window. Absolutely. And like, you know, and my thing and it's is, it's not open forever. It's not open forever. The biggest windows to win a championship right now are the Atlanta Braves. I'm not even trying to be an asshole. Like, just, the team's so fucking young. It's ridiculous. The Braves have one of the youngest teams in baseball, mm-hmm. and they won a World Series two years ago with it. Mm-hmm. You know, um, the Astros have a massive window. Um, now, it's going to close quicker than people think. The Braves' window is going to last a lot longer than the Astros' window because the Braves have locked up a lot of their players. Yeah. They've locked up Spencer Strider. They've locked up Michael Harris. They've yeah. locked up yeah, Matt Olson. They've locked up Austin Riley. Mm-hmm. They've locked up Ozzy Albies. They've locked up Ronald Acuna. Yeah. That's like the whole fucking team, basically. Mm-hmm. Outside of, like, you know... they don't. We don't have starting pitchers locked up the way that we'd like to, and we don't have... Uh, yeah, we don't have fucking relievers necessarily. Mm-hmm. Like, we have our closer under club control for a few years, which is cool. You know, that's nice. Mm-hmm. But, like I said, we have our catcher locked up for another, th- well, for a couple, three more years. Mm-hmm. Like I said, the Braves window is really long. The Yankees put their money into three players, but the thing is, they're going to have money to put elsewhere too mm-hmm. because they're the Yankees like they're always a high payroll team they're very good about that they pay players when they players deserve to be paid yeah and then they go after players when they need to address needs they needed starting pitching guess what they went and got the best fucking starting pitcher on the market Garrett Cole mm-hmm. you know Garrett Cole's been mostly pretty fucking good for y'all. Yeah. You know, like he hasn't, has he been Cy Young guy? No, but you play in a fucking dick fuck stadium where mm-hmm. fucking any left-handed hitter can hit a bitch fuck fly ball and it's a home run. It's and, the stupidest shit of all time. And somebody made a good point. I like he was on, this dude was on Twitter. He was like, I'm not trying to be like a jackass. We said, but why would Aaron Judge, you know what I'm saying, uh, like play in San Francisco? Like that park is the hardest park to hit home runs in. It is. It's one of, it's one of the worst hitters parks in America. The mere um, fact that Barry Bonds was doing that shit on a consistent basis is wild. Yeah, it's nuts. I mean, you can sit there and you can talk about your steroids all you want, but he would have been cranking them motherfuckers out regardless. Mm. Um, he might have not been hitting fucking like 60. But he'd have, Barry Bonds would have been good for forty a year. Yeah. 
Like, regardless. Like, he just... That's just who he fucking was as a hitter. Um, that dude just hit fucking turbo yams, regardless. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, man. Like I said, I... Uh, I like, so when somebody said that, I'm like, you know what? You actually got a good point. Yeah. <laughs> so, that is the hardest place to hit home runs in. So, why would he leave the easiest place to hit home runs in? I like the, for the hardest place to hit home yeah. runs in. So, like I said, like, pitching doesn't do as well in Yankee Stadium. Mm-hmm. Just like it doesn't do as well in Cameron Yards. It doesn't do as well in Milwaukee. It doesn't do as well in, like, there are just certain stadiums. It is hard to be a successful pitcher in. Uh-huh. Yankee Stadium's one. So, Garrett Cole's been pretty fucking good. Yeah. You know. I was like, he's not the issue. Fuck <laughs> yeah. Like I said, and you guys got some time to figure that out, too. Signing Aaron Judge gives y'all time to fucking find answers to questions. Mm-hmm. That's what that does. Because if he leaves, that's just another fucking hole you got to figure out. Yep. You know what I mean? And that's a pretty significant one. A dude batting 310 and hitting 60 bombs. Mm-hmm. That's a really significant fucking hole to fill. You know? So, like I said, man. I think that the Yankees are going to be okay. They're going to continue to be a really competitive team. Um, they got to figure out a way to avoid the injury bug because they are fucking belagered with that almost every season, it feels like. So we'll have to wait and That's see. That's all right. So, like, that was just my thing. I was like, you know, I'm not even worried about the Red Sox, even though, even though the Red Sox are always a threat. We just always seem to get our ass handed to us. It's kind of like you guys and the Cardinals and the, like, in, in, in the, yeah. Am I, I like, like, just like you hate them, I like, can I not, can I not be allowed to hate the Astros? Of course you can hate the Astros. I'm just saying, I'm just saying that. You can't sit here and go, well, how the fuck is this supposed to help me beat them immediately? You got to go. Because you're playing a long game against them in any fucking ways. Their window is absurd. They have fucking a million young players. But thing is, Jose Altuve is getting older. Alex Bregman's getting shittier. Mm-hmm. Fucking. There's literally almost no one left from the cheating scandal. As a, uh, my, my, but not all of the all these guys need to get fucking. They just lost Justin Verlander. They lost their best fucking pitcher. He's gone. Doesn't he play for the Mets? He went to the Mets. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like he just fucking he. They don't have their best pitcher anymore. Like it's it's it can't last forever. Like that's just how you got to look at it. And signing Judge tells saw, me that you're playing the fucking long game, which is like, what you should be doing. But I was also saying like it may not last forever for them, but it may not last forever for us either. Of course. And that's the that's what I'm saying. It was like I'm not only am I looking at them, I'm lo- I'm also looking at us too. Yes, of course. And the, but at the same time though, you have pieces signed. You have a couple of pieces signed to long term deals, important pieces. Mm-hmm. You know you know who your DH is slash right fielder. You know your center. Fielder is, you know who your ace is. Mm-hmm. Those are pretty significant positions mm-hmm. to have filled. You have time to figure out the rest of it. Whereas the Astros have answers to who their players are, mm-hmm. the questions they have are who are we paying? You've already decided who you're paying. Mm-hmm. You are filling in the rest. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, it's an okay place to be. Really, it's an okay place to be. It's just like I'm just looking at it, like you know, just not. I'm just taking the fan out of it for me, mm-hmm. and I took the fan out of it. Like you know, what I'm saying my thing is, I sell. I do like. Do I like Aaron Judge? Of course, I like Aaron Judge. I like the guy is phenomenal. You know, I didn't expect him to resign, but my thing is, I took the fan away from it and just looking from like an objective standpoint. You weren't gonna beat the Astros anyways, though. That's my whole thing. Not next year. You're just you're not built for it. Not quite yet. You're a really good team. That and like, needs and that, a couple of things. And it's not, y'all don't need much. 
and you're the Yankees, you can open the checkbook every fucking year. Yeah, but, but every yeah. fucking year. You we can, can but we go, don't. You, you could go sign, yeah, of course. But you could go sign Carlos Rodon right now. You could. You go sign Carlos Rodon right now, he's the best starting pitcher on the market. Quite frankly, I don't give a fuck about Justin Verlander or Jacob DeGrom. That's the guy I would have went after if it were me. Because he's younger. He's a lefty. Mm-hmm. That motherfucker is great. He's not good. He's great. Go sign him. That's you go do that. Okay. You have a righty lefty one two punch. You fucking have Nestor Cortez. You got a couple. You got Bro, like you, you know you got, Severino. You got Severino back off of injury, like a full year of Severino. Mm. Yeah. Because Severino's look looked pretty good. He's still shaking some run, but he still looked like Luis Severino. Then you got fucking girlfriend beater German. Yeah. You know, like you got some got you got some okay dudes. Like, you've got that mostly figured out. You need to figure out your shortstop and maybe your catcher position. Doesn't Correa play uh shortstop? Yeah, Carlos Correa plays shortstop. Yeah, they saying we might be we might try If to you get guys him. go land him, then there you fucking go. You're there you go. There you go. Enough, like so. I said, there you have options. You have the money to pay for options. I like, and that's the thing. I was like, this isn't the George Steinbrenner brand. No, thing. of course it's not. So, so I'm, I, I'm, I do thing, have that option. I, I do have that option. I just don't know how they were gonna, yeah. how they gonna go about doing it. Yeah. Because uh, and also like another underrated thing is we also kept kept Brian Cashman too. Nah. You know, saying our GM, I like which I've always been a big fan of Brian Cashman. So I just didn't know what the approach was going to be because, if, like, if we still had George Steinbrenner, we knew what the approach was going to be. You know, and I kind of and I kind of gotten used to us not spending money like that. So people wouldn't, you, you know, how I feel about that. Yeah. I like, you know, people be like, oh snap, here come the Yankees opening that wallet again. I like, you know, I kind of got used to not having that stigma. So sometimes I tend to forget that we do have that at our disposal. Right. So I've gotten so used to us yeah. not just throwing money yeah, at everything. Exactly. You've forgotten that it's there. Yeah. It's always there. Like the Yankees have more built in solutions go pay someone than most teams most teams do. They, the Yankees always have the option. Yeah. They've just been more selective about it in recent mm-hmm. years. Because in the Steinbrenner years, in the Steinbrenner years, the y'all, Steinbrenner y- years. Y- y'all would y'all would have signed y'all would have signed Jacob Degrom and Carlos Correa already this offseason. Yeah, it would have been done. Y'all would have signed both of them and it'd been done already. That's what y'all would have done back then. Mm-hmm. Like it would Steinbrenner would have been like it's an embarrassment that we didn't get them. Mm-hmm. You know, I spent pay them, give them the moon. Yeah, like he's just a, he was an insane person. Yeah, y'all, you cooler heads are prevailing, mm-hmm. and y'all are managing. You're doing. You care more about your farm system, mm-hmm. which is why you've been able to be competitive for a while and not be in luxury tax hell mm-hmm. like a lot of it. So, like, good for y'all. Y'all are gonna be okay, man. Seriously, you can't just doom and gloom it. Y'all were fucking. Y'all were in the playoffs. You ran into a fucking bus saw. That team wasn't. That Astros team wasn't losing to dick. You know, they weren't losing to dick. Like, that didn't matter. Them motherfuckers had a mission. Them motherfuckers were on a mission. Jordan Alvarez was like, I'm trying to prove some motherfuckers wrong. Kyle Tucker was out here trying to doo-doo on motherfuckers. That team was just ready. And that that and they faced the hottest team in the postseason, mm-hmm. the Phillies, and they shit in their mouths. You know what I mean? So... That team was not going to be not. That's another thing you got to keep in mind. Off a of championship year, mm-hmm. motherfuckers are a little less hungry. They just are. 
And they had a sh uh, short off season. Yeah. So there you go. So I like it. it it'll, it'll be something I'd like to see. It'll yeah. be something I'd like to see. I like coming up next. Your questions are in, and we cannot wait to answer them. You guys keep a lot on the scoreboard on Anchor. Crazy, right? That's a tattoo, though. You want to get that? Hulu has live sports. Really? Yeah, it's in my contract. It's in the contract. Can we at least change the font? If you want to be sued, well, what if it's coming out of a dragon's mouth? No, exactly. No dragons, no mouths, none of that. We could do like a tough dolphin splashing yeah, like, out. How large? Uh, yeah. Oh. And how much are they paying you? Get that money. Hulu has live sports. Get that money. I like my chili hot. As a matter of fact, I like my chili so goddamn hot that you can cook a hog's ass in a spoonful. When a working man such as myself wants a little hot fixing, I'll reach for that bottle of mama's goddamn hot chili. Smooth tender chunks with chili beans filled with mama's hot bastard bacon bits and drizzled with just the right amount of thick savory sauce dripping with noodle nuggets and Texas tough onions. Mm-mm, that's hot. Goddamn hot. Ask for it by name. What's up, guys? You've been listening to The Scoreboard. Like us on Facebook at www.facebook.com forward slash scoreboard 808. And you can also follow HBK and The Arcade on Twitter at DXHeartbreakKid and Arcade. And remember, you can catch us every Tuesday on Podomatic Radio. It's already 110 in the summer, and if it gets one degree hotter, I'm going to kick your ass. Hey guys, it's mail time! This is the part of the show where we answer your questions. We usually expect questions like these. Tell me about Spider-Man. Why wasn't Thor in that one? Do you guys think that if MJ hadn't died, he would still be alive today? And these. What the fuck do a mermaid got to do with coffee any motherfucking way? And for the love of God, you spell check. Take it away, fellas. Appreciate it, bro. It's that time. It's mail time. And this is the part of the show where you get to uh, send your questions to us. We only got about two questions, but don't worry because we're going to make it up to you guys next week because next week is going to be our last show of the year. <laughs> yeah, so but like, we will make sure to have plenty of questions, like, you know what I'm saying, ready for you guys then. But we only got two questions this week because we need to get the fuck up out of here. Hell so. Yeah. First question comes from Peyton from Tennessee. He said, "What's up, fellas?" So I heard the I heard in the NBA tra trading deadline, the Hawks are interested uh, are interested in trading John Collins. Who you think should make that move? That's fucking weird. Um, they suck dick. Um, <laughs> Nate McMillan's losing that team. Nate McMillan is losing that team. Uh, he might already lost the, the team. The thing is, thing is, man. That team don't play any fucking defense outside of DeAndre Hunter. And the thing is, Clint Capella will play defense, but you have to keep him engaged yeah. in order to, for him to do so. Trey Young is a turnstile. Murray plays good defense at times, but it just feels very goofy because it's just like, dude, they could have kept Kevin Herter. Who Kevin Herter actually is a decent defender, mm -hmm. and he's a good shooter, and so they lost that guy, so that's kind of a thing. Mm -hmm. So I don't know, man. Like it just feels very goofy. Um, teams that should be after John Collins, though. 
Hmm. The Nets? The Nets would be a good one. Um, I don't think that they have the assets to do that. Or but, the money. Or the money. Like, they, they have too much money tied up in fucking Cryrie and Durant and fucking, you know, Ben Simmons, I think. And Joe Harris. And Joe Harris. But, like, you know, that would be a good, that's a good, that's a good spin. Like, like if, if I'm Dallas, I'm trying to see what's up with that. If da- Dallas probably would be a good place for him, for sure. Um, get Lucas some help. Get Lucas some fucking, like, legit help. Uh, Christian Wood is all right, but not eh. Fucking, you know, uh, Tim Hardaway's all right, but meh. I like Dorian Finney Smith's all right, but meh. Carousel Vert's all right, but not Carousel Vert. Uh, Spencer Dinwiddie's all right, but meh. Like, you got to think the guys that the, uh, on Luca's supporting cast on a championship squad, those guys would be six men. Yeah, every single one of those guys I just mentioned would be six men. Yeah. Like, so. I like Spencer Dinwiddie might be a fringe starter. Yeah. He probably could be a starter, but he, even then, he'd be like a fourth or fifth option. Yeah, I mean, like, like Hardaway's okay too, and can start as a fringe starter. Yeah, but like you, it's just I don't know. It's not bona fide. That's a good one. Um, let's see. I'm trying to think. Trying to think of some other teams that like could maybe use an upgrade. Maybe the fucking Nuggets. Yeah. You know, because Michael Porter's still out, and I don't give a fuck. Aaron Gordon's bummy. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. I, he's, I, he's overrated. He's overrated. Just shit. He's so bummy. Like you wouldn't even know who he fucking was if it wasn't for the dunk contest. Yeah. Um. He's bummy as hell. Um. You know. Like I said, that there's those are a couple teams that come to mind. So. Um, you know, I, I can't really think of any other teams that are like not, kind not, of like competitive, not, not, but not off the top of the dome anyway. You know, maybe like the Suns, maybe. But they'd have to give up too much of what makes their team good maybe, to get him. Maybe the Heat, they'd have to give up a lot, too. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, the teams that probably could make that move would have to give up a whole lot. Yeah, and it would probably torpedo their team mm-hmm. depth, which that's what makes... Like, teams like the Heat and the Suns, that's kind of what's good about those teams. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, they're very deep, so yeah. Yeah, I, I, my thing is, I don't see him getting moved to the trade deadline. In the offseason, though, most yeah. certainly see that that that's most certainly an option, especially with the draft coming up and everything. Yeah. And speaking of that, like, you know, like, you know our condolences go out to Cade Cunningham. He's out for the season. Oh, that's yeah. Sucks. It's fucking, that's a bummer, man. That sucks. Cade's kind of fire, too. Yeah. Like, that sucks, Dick. He's fun to watch. I like last question comes from Sean from Michigan. Said, yo, guys, I heard the Lakers are interested in either Bogdanovich, Cam Reddish, or some other guys. Who would you guys want at the trade deadline? Cam Reddish. That was that was easy. Cam Reddish. He's tall and he plays good defense. Cam Reddish. And he shoots. He shoots threes. Cam Reddish. It's pretty, pretty, it's pretty easy. And he's still young. He's, he's still young, young, young and shit. A- young and athletic. Yeah, he's, yeah. He's he fits he checks a lot of boxes that the Lakers do not have. Young that that is not a box they check. Mm. Can shoot that is not a box they check. Mm. Defense not that kind of is a box they check, check, but not at that position specifically. Well, young and athletic yeah. box they uh, but box they don't check. Yeah, like come on now. Like I said, that's 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 definitely one. And in the if case- they traded for Bogdanovich, like I'd be okay with that. Like I'm not gonna be like, oh no, Bogdanovich. Oh my god. But the Bogdanovich don't play no D though. No, he don't. But he shoots, and that team can't shoot. Yeah. So that's that's the problem. That's one of the biggest problems of the Lakers. They can't shoot threes at all. They're one of the worst shooting teams in the league. Yeah. You got a bunch of dudes like Pat Bev. The fuck you expect? 
You got Pat Bev a- 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 averaging one point a game. <laughs> yeah, like like yeah, fucking fucking poser. <laughs> fucking like his podcast is surprisingly very entertaining. That doesn't surprise me. Pat Bev, when he's not being a fucking rodent on the fucking court, <laughs> let rat fuck. Um, when he's not being a like an annoying fucking mouthy fuck, he's he's all right. Like as a human, now some of his takes are dog shit. Yeah, like he be talking about like he's he he real quick. He's one of those dudes that be tearing people down to build himself up. Yeah, I don't like that about Pat Bev. Mm-mm. I don't think he's a bad guy, though. I yeah. really don't. Like, I think he's a dude that's just doing what he's trying to do to stay in the league. You yeah. know what I mean? He's trying to fight and claw. Uh, but, yeah, I like... I, I thought you would have been more on the Bogdanovich side. The Cam Reddish one, that that surprised me. Nope. Cam Reddish. Give me Cam Reddish, please. Cam Reddish all day long? Mm-hmm. Yep. Wow. Please and thank you. <laughs> and, uh, like, every day and twice on Sunday. Yep. Yeah, that's not even a question. Easy money for me. <laughs> Let's see what the Lakers will do. I, I like who does he play for? The Knicks? Yeah, he plays for the Knicks. I don't know who the fuck they would want. Either. Yeah, like, they're, they're they're bummy as hell too. In, 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 Julian Randle chose to get got, he, Julius Randle chose to got, get thrown out of a game the other day because they're so bummy. He just didn't want to be there. Julius Randle ain't never been thrown out of a damn game ever. Yeah, and he he was so that game was so bummy. He's like I'm out. I'm out because hey, you got to think Julius Randle played for the Lakers when the Lakers were dog shit. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And he's 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 an inconsistent guy. Like you trying to anyone trying to sell me as he's your number one guy no. is full of shit. On a championship squad, Julius Randle's a number four. Yes, or number five. Agreed. I like, and that's how highly I think of him. Yeah. I like he I like he can because like, Julius Randle can get you twenty and twenty. Yeah, he's nice. He's nice. He plays great defense. Like he's a good player. He's just he's not a number one option. He's just not. He's not that guy. No, he's not at all. I like and it, like it took a while for everybody to see that. Now we know. Yeah, he's like a number two or a number three option. He's. I don't even say number two. But I number wouldn't really give him a number two option. I would say he's like a number three, three or four. He might could be a number two option though. Maybe. But I think he's like, number three. Option. On a team that's not prime for a championship, yeah. But on a championship squad, that motherfucker a three or four. Yeah, he's a three or four. But yeah, like Cam Reddish, I, I didn't. I need to look into that. I yeah. need to look into that. You know what I'm saying? I thought people that wrote Cam Reddish. I haven't seen much of him, dude. The, for whatever reason, the Knicks are really obstinate about not giving him minutes. It's one of the stupidest things I've ever seen. Is that in my that life. Tom Thibodeau shit? It's that Tom Thibodeau shit, 100. That motherfucker comes in and immediately is an impact player. They are just stupid as fizzux. Uh, Tom Thibodeau needs to be fired. And I love Tom T, but he, he needs games passed him by. Yeah, games passed him by. He's washed. He, he needs to be like a defensive coordinator or something. Yes, he absolutely could do that. But he, yeah, he's washed. Yeah, but as far as like a um, yeah, he can't relate to these young guys no more. No, and it's a sad thing to see because we're watching it in, in, like in front of our eyes. Yes, it's, it's, pretty, it's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. So, like, that's the end of our show. So, we got AEW this week. We got basketball, hockey. Oh, yeah. Basically, all the sports are going on at the same time outside of baseball, which fucking obviously the off season's heating up. Uh, you gotta keep an eye on the hot stove oh, like Trey every day. Tur- oh, congratulations to Trey Turner for getting the bag. I thought he was going to be a brave. So sick about that. I thought he I was going to be a brave. 
I can't stand that shit. That motherfucker came back to the worst fucking place he could have came back to. Fucking hate it. Fucking can't stand it. Wish he hadn't fucking signed with the goddamn Phillies. Fucking. The, the dude's been shitting on the Braves his whole career. And I was like, please just. I was like, if he doesn't sign with us, I just need him to not sign somewhere. And he signed back in our division. Motherfucker. Mm. So, yeah. No, I was I was hurting. <laughs> Dude, you'll be fine. Yeah, <laughs> you'll be fine. Yeah, when he's batting fucking three twenty against us like he always does, yeah, I, they got him and Bryce Harper, and they're gonna have Gene Segura probably again. Shit, stupid. I hate it. Fuck my life. <laughs> I like remember, guys. Like next week is our last show of the year before we go out for Christmas break. I'm excited. I like you know what I'm saying. I need to, like I need a break. Darkade needs a break. I like you know what I'm saying. So for your questions, I like you know make sure you get your questions in. You know say because I plan on doing quite a few. Doing quite a few since we didn't have none. Well, really this week because we we're pressed for time. So Ryan, is there anything else you like to say before we get up out of here? Nah, nah, man. I think about covers it. Everybody covers it. Mm-hmm. So you guys be awesome. You guys be great. You guys stay safe out there, and we we'll back better than ever. Peace out. Later, guys.